0: Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going?
1: It's going good. And as always, yes, we're here together. Yes. We We weren't together last week, but we are together this week.
0: And we didn't think we were going to be together this week, but we we are together. Um, So today we're going to chat about Shipped by Angie Hawkman. But first, mom. Yes. We haven't been together. So what have you been reading and watching? Because I don't Nothing. know. <laughs> I don't yeah, think... That's true. I, I, I haven't, haven't
1: been watching anything. I really haven't. We've been in hotel rooms and things. So I haven't. Um, reading, this is the only book I read.
0: Yeah, I... This is also the only book I read. I had even started the intimacy experiment last time we spoke, um, thinking I was going to do a lot of reading while mom was gone. Um, but it turns out I just played a lot of The Sims instead. <laughs> Priorities, priorities. Like a really cool, you know, home alone, 33-year-old, I played The Sims all weekend. <laughs> there, so.
1: there is a new Sebastian St. Cyr book that came out, and I'm dying to read it, so I'm going to try and get that read this week.
0: While I was playing The Sims, I did... I watched... I started rewatching watching um, First King of the Hill, which is far funnier than I um, remember it being. And then um, I really got into though the great pottery throwdown which if you're if you like me have watched all of the great british bake-off like some seasons more than once um and you're looking for something to like fulfill that desire within you to watch more of the great british bake-off without rewatching the same episodes over again um the great pottery throwdown is basically the same show like literally the same show um but with pottery but with pottery instead of um instead of baking which i never thought i would like be into pottery but i got into it and i now know a lot of things about pottery that i did not know before
1: and it's funny because one of the guys one of the host guys is one of the judges is a real weeper like he starts crying about pottery all the time it's
0: really sweet and it's like he cries all the time and it's and it's not because you know he gets really attached to the contestants or anything it's just because he loves pottery so much well and the
1: artistic i think he really gets into the art of it yeah
0: like he just picks up a pot sometimes and he's like it's the perfect way. It's just brilliant. And I'm <laughs> just like, okay. Um and it's really sweet. I so I've really been liking that. I've like watched basically I'm in the middle of season 4, so I've watched most of it now. Um and that's on HBO Max if you are so inclined and have that. Um I will also make an apology because uh I was reading outside all day. Both of us were, which was delightful and lovely. Um, but it really got my allergies going um so i'm very sniffly and i'm i'm sorry about that but you guys are used to hearing me with the sniffles i feel like that's all the time with me um well you're not sick what's you say she doesn't have the vid no i'm not <laughs> i need to specify that it's like you can't get a cold or anything or have right allergies now or anymore or have allergies. people freaking out <laughs> yeah um even though i don't think the sniffles is like really a covid thing well but. You know, there's a lot of... Truly, missing.
1: you sneeze in public and you feel like people think you're a pariah.
0: Um, we also have some other cool, like, exciting news. This weekend, we bought tickets to go to Disneyland. We did. Taking the
1: family to the D-land. Yeah,
0: um, because it's gonna be open to only California residents when it opens on April 30th. And, um, only at 15% capacity. And... My niece, mom's granddaughter, has never been, and so we all just got talking, and we're like, "Well, when is it ever gonna be like this again?" Okay, we
1: all. So Ellen and my brother and his wife said, "Do you think mom would take us
0: to?" And I was like, "I bet I can talk her into it," and I did. Was I hard to convince? No, you were not. <laughs> well, all I had to do was say, Mom, don't you want to be there when Emmy goes to Disneyland for, <laughs> for the, the first time? time. And yes. <laughs> and, well, yes. Um, I want to be the... I have to outdo the other grandma. Yeah, <laughs> It's a competition. It's mom's, yeah. Oh, but that you only care about. I
1: don't <laughs> I, think, I'm joking. Do you really think I care about that?
0: I do a little bit. I actually. love her other grandma. Yeah. Um. But you should... Well, because when we went to Disneyland for the first time, like when I was a little girl, um, it's true. We walked into the gate and Snow White was standing there, and I just like eyes wide as saucers, and I was just so starstruck, and mom started bawling. Okay,
1: in my defense, <laughs> I was pregnant, like, yeah, big you were. and pregnant. Like, there yeah. were rides I couldn't go on because I was big and pregnant, yeah, and um so hormones were taking over yeah, and but it was also, just y- you so just cute like that. Ellen's like telling her this is my brother and she was just so cute and I was crying
0: <laughs> so mom wants to be there for that kind of magic I do when um when Emmy goes for the first time and they're only
1: letting 15 percent capacity in yeah so, so
0: we're pretty excited because it's um and you know like most of the family hasn't seen the Star Wars land except for me. And so there's just a lot of stuff that, um, so we're going May 9th through the 10th. Um, and yeah, we're just super stoked. Got Um, got our hotel
1: rooms booked.
0: And I should also say we will all be vaccinated, um, by the time this happens. So, um, it's kind of like our vaccination celebration. um, Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, listen, it's been a long time since we've all, <laughs> you know, done something together. Yeah, and gotten to go out and do something. It's so, true. Um, it feels like a celebration uh, in some ways. It and is a celebration. Yeah. Um, we'll, so we'll post pics. We, we will, because um, we're super excited. So excited. I love Disneyland. I'm actually wearing my Disneyland Ellen does. sweatshirt.
1: We were counting last time. I think I've been to Disneyland in my lifetime like five times. Ellen's been like thirteen times, <laughs> way more than
0: me. So no, I yeah, I love Disneyland. Um, and I'm just I'm super excited. It'll just be so much fun. Um, but yeah, I wanted to stress that we are being responsible about <laughs> yes. about Go going. Go get your vaccine. Yeah. Um. Okay, so today we are chatting about Shipped by Angie Hockman. It is her debut novel, and seemingly a standalone, uh, right? The... I don't know, unless, what's her name, unless Walsh gets a book, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but um, I read a description, and it. I mean, I guess it could be Walsh, but it doesn't necessarily need to be Walsh, um, the description, so, of her next book that she has coming out. Um, Okay, here's the back cover description for Shipped. Between taking night classes for her MBA and her demanding day job at a cruise line, marketing manager Henley Evans barely has time for herself, let alone family, friends, or dating. But when she's shortlisted for the promotion of her dreams, all her sacrifices finally seem worth it. The only problem? Graham Crawford Collins. The remote uh, social media manager and the bane of her existence is also up for the position. Although, although they've never met in person, their epic email battles are the stuff of office legend. Their boss tasks each of them with drafting a proposal on how to boost bookings in the Galapagos. Best proposal wins the promotion. There's just one catch. They have to go on a company cruise to the Galapagos Islands together. But when the two meet on the ship, ship Henley is shocked to discover that the real Graham is nothing like she imagined as they explore the islands together. She soon finds the line between loathing and liking thinner than a postcard with her career dreams in her sights and a growing attraction to the competition. Henley begins questioning her life choices because what's the point of working all the time? If you never actually live. Okay. Mom, what did you think of shipped?
1: I really, really like this book. Possibly a love. I really liked a lot of aspects of this book and it's been a while since I've read a book that I really liked this much.
0: Yeah, I think I'm a, I think I'm a really liked on this one. Um, I can't quite put my finger on it and maybe it's just like a personal mood, you know, timing thing for me, but, um, I just couldn't quite get it to a love. Um... I think i have a couple guesses as to why and we'll, we'll kind of talk about them as we go through well my i really liked
1: it and i have to say um growing up in california in the 70s henley and walsh why didn't i think of that <laughs> <laughs> i love the eagles yeah boomer yeah <laughs> I, I am a boomer and i will take that um I love the Eagles and grew up listening to the Eagles and still listen to the Eagles all the time. She and um, I thought their names were amazing, so there you go. But Joe Walsh was not always in the Eagles; sometimes, but not always.
0: Nerd. Okay, <laughs> boomer. Um, okay, what did you think of Henley as our heroine?
1: Um, she really bugged me a lot of times, but I think that was part of her growth process, and I think yeah. that's what the book was about. And I, you know, I it bugged me that she was so hard on him. It bugged me that uh, she was so wrapped up in work all the time. It bugged yeah. me that she wouldn't relax and enjoy where she was. And, I mean, but I think all of that was her journey. And, yeah. I, you know, so I I think she was great by the end. I, I, I loved her badass moments. So,
0: yeah. Um, I liked her. I couldn't get her to love for some reason. I think, thinking about it, she's kind of nondescript other than she's a workaholic. She has brown hair, Ellen. And, <laughs> and all all girls with brown hair are nondescript. Um, <laughs> they all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, other than the fact that she's a workaholic, which is not the most likable no quality to have you know and...
1: I will agree that I I'm not sure why he fell for her cuz he was like
0: yeah into it like from
1: the get go uh, We're
0: going to talk about that when we get to him a little bit um so I don't know like I didn't ever quite get like a flavor from her really other than she works to the point of being not a very good friend not a very good sister but <laughs> like I yeah know. but I I think that that and was... I, Yes, I think that is her journey. I think that is what she's supposed to learn. And she does, which is all good and great. And I like that. But um, I just wish she had, like, a little more personality other than that. Because it was kind of like, why does he like her all that much? Um, With that, what did you think of Graham as our hero?
1: I liked Graham. I liked Graham a lot
0: yeah i I did love him um he's just very unproblematic and when it comes down to it, that's all that us ladies really want yeah, right just don't don't make me hate you <laughs> don't, and he like none of the communication problems were really his no. No, like nothing really was I mean like he does take a while to kind of come through in the end. Um, like it's a couple of weeks before he, right.
1: But he has some, like, he, he, reasoning. And he was using that time to do stuff and, and, you yeah. know, to kind of do his own growth and, process. And, well,
0: and sort it out so that he could come and like be with right. her kind of thing. So like, that's even forgivable. Um, but yeah, like nothing in the book was his fault, really. <laughs> so it's like, great. Also, he lip syncs to Abba songs. Yeah. Which... Um,
1: Ellen needs to post her video. (laughs) Um,
0: So when I was in, when I did my study abroad, we did a side trip to Sweden, um, to Stockholm, and we went to the ABBA Museum. Museum, Which who knew that was a thing? Well, and that was like our main reason for going. (laughs) Um, And so when we got back, it was like American Thanksgiving time, and so... Our program was doing like a talent show and we were like, we should do a music video to an ABBA song. And so we did this um music video lip sync to take a chance on me.
1: Which is what he which did. Which is what
0: he sings. And so, um, yeah, and it's super cornball our music video. It's
1: super cornball but endearing.
0: <laughs> it is. Well, the best part is um friend of the show, Kristen, who is my sister in law, Ryan's wife, um, her sister and I became friends on the study abroad and her sister is the best part because she, like, anytime we do dance moves, she's, like, always off a beat and her <laughs> lip syncing is always, like, a little off and... Well, um, there's one guy and four girls, right? Yeah, that was... My friend group on our study abroad was, like, one guy and, and four girls and, like, everybody called us Ty and his harem um, and, and like, our whole premise of this music video is... All of us are just, like, fawning over him the whole time. Well, he didn't want to dance, isn't that what he... Well, he he just didn't... He didn't know the song very well, and he didn't want to, like, do much, and so we were like, just sit there, <laughs> and we'll just kind of, like, dance circles around you, and that is really... Literally what it is. What it is. Um. And so, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so that's... She'll that's post it. a link. <laughs> we'll see.
1: <laughs> is that just too embarrassing? Well,
0: it's... It, kind of like a lot of uh, things, falls apart towards the end because we we're like, oh, this is a long song. This <laughs> three-minute song is long. Um, and so we knew what we wanted to do for the first verse and then, like, didn't know what we wanted to do for the rest of the song. It
1: falls apart at the end because it was so tightly done at the beginning. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was on point in the first in the first minute, but we didn't know what to do for the rest of it. Um, Yeah. So... That really endeared him to me because, yeah, that's that's. Whole. So another
1: thing about me growing up in the '70s is I introduced Ellen to Abba, to Abba, and, and I and I
0: have a love for Abba. And if you do see the music video, you'll notice that my lip syncing is the best, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but I know all the words to take a chance on me. Um, yeah, so um. Here's what I'll say about Graham, though. I will say, while his crush confession was pretty cute, I wanted to understand how and why he came to, like, like her so much a little more, because the angry phone call and her nice dresses in the weekly meetings seemed like not much to ride on.
1: Well, I think he was saying that... She challenged him, like, she wasn't, she's, everybody had been pussyfooting around him for so long and walking on eggs around him, and mainly because she didn't know what he was going through, but she just, she was straight shooter and, and didn't, like,
0: but if that was the case, I wish that, like, maybe they had, like, this long, because he was sending her these kind of, like, short, terse emails, which pissed her off, um, but then I, but if that's the case, I kind of wish that there had been, like,
1: more... More explanation as to why he was... Well,
0: and, like, more, um, not necessarily flirty, because that wasn't supposed to be what they were doing, but... He was flirty with her when
1: she talked about her knives.
0: Yeah, and that, that was cute. Um, I don't know. I just kind of, like, I thought that there should have been more basis to uh, why he was crushing Whatever. Him.
1: It was cute, and you're being...
0: <clears throat> I'm just saying... That's where I. That's what I. You're being I hypercritical. Okay, that's fine. That's
1: <laughs> what we do. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Okay, let's talk about comparisons in books and in book um book advertising, because this book in its promotion um got compared like it's like. For fans of The Hating Game and The Unhoneymooners, here's shipped. Um, and while I get why they do that, I, as a debut author, would hate that. Yes. <laughs> Which, so I get that it's not on her, like, at all. But I also wanted to talk about this because it comes up a lot in the listener comments. Um, and this happens... A lot in like um, book publishing where they you know if you like this and it's a lot of times lately it's the hating game yeah <laughs> but
1: um well it does start out when it first started out I thought oh is this yeah. gonna be like just like the hating game but then it it diverges and it and, does and, and it's not
0: I would but like the first two chapters I was like this is kind of like a little too similar to the hating game it it. Yes, you're right. It gets different um, than the, like I didn't think that as I got deeper into it, but like the whole beginning where it's like this guy that I hate, and we send snarky emails to each other, and
1: because the end of it almost reminded me more of the X Talk, where yes, her boss gets, and there's a mention of that from the listener comments as well. So, because um, that that was really. Yes, the big, the when I first started I was like, Oh, this is gonna be just like hitting game. and then as it then it changed and it diverged from that. Yeah. I never got an unhoneymooners vibe from it, but other than it's like island retreat, I guess, but um... but it's a different kind of island. I mean it's not yeah. really a tropic I mean, it is a tropical <laughs> island, but you know what I mean. Um but the end of it I really felt like X Talk where you have the boss that is kind of um kind of you know, what's it called where you're the word i'm thinking of i can't think but um where he is awful except this guy like the the guy in the x talk like he didn't realize what how
0: awful he was being this guy
1: i think knew how awful he was
0: being (laughs) yeah but had like the most odd rationale ever like yeah this is just the thing that people do and it's like no it's not you jackass (laughs) um yeah we're gonna talk about that too but um I mean, and I think that they do this book comparison thing a lot in particular with debut authors because you have nothing to compare it to. To compare, you know, like, <laughs> oh, this is, you know, Lisa Kleypas. I know what I'm getting from a Lisa Kleypas. Oh, this is Julia know, Quinn. I know Julia, what I'm getting from Julia yeah, Quinn or Tessa Bailey or whoever. All yeah. these people that like have been in the game and you kind of know what you're getting from them. I think they do that a lot more with um the debut authors, but I just would hate it and because it's like, oh, no, don't, like, make my book have to live up to those books that are, like, yeah. really beloved. You're taking,
1: and... you're taking, you're comparing my book to one of the most beloved books of the past, like, two or three years, yeah. and, um, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. It's like,
0: I, I would not, I don't even think, like, Sally Thorne wants to have to live up to the hating game anymore. See,
1: I never read that, so I was okay. I, I, know, I, I wasn't, but you know, I never read anything before I started reading these books. <laughs>
0: you just expect me to.
1: I do. Um, That's your job, to do the work.
0: Okay, let's talk about them going for the same promotion. Because that's kind of like the initial premise, you know, trope as old as time. Right. It's the basic premise for every Hallmark movie ever. (laughs) Um, Ever made. (laughs) um, But her approach to it is sometimes what made her a little unlikable to me. Well,
1: and I think that it was supposed to. I know. I mean, because her approach to it was almost insane levels. And um and I get I don't know. I I I think my fear in this is that with the way her boss treated her, I would go into it thinking there's no way I'm getting this promotion. He's he's a jackass and he's not going to promote me because I'm up against a guy. Yeah. And you know, he only promotes guys. Yeah. And um, a guy that
0: he like pals around with. And... Yeah. I mean, I
1: would just go into it thinking you know, yeah, I'll put some effort into it, but I'm probably not going to get this promotion because of the way he is. And and if that's the case, leave that job
0: and go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, she was like a little too, I don't, she was competitive, but that's not the problem that I had. It's just like how she held it against him. Yeah. Seemed kind of off-putting to me, especially like when we're in a romance and it's like, No. Don't hold hold she
1: came around. I
0: know. Um, Ellen, <laughs> I can't help it if you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, just her behavior in dealing with that sometimes made this I'm just trying to point out the things that I think make it not a love for me.
1: Okay, and that's fine. You cannot love this book, but you will be wrong. But that's okay. Listen, we're both at a really light. <laughs> I am at a really light. Like, because I think I almost loved this book. I okay.
0: almost gave it five stars, but I gave it four. Um, okay. Before we get to the conflict or the ending, I guess, which is going to be more resolution than conflict, um, what did you think of Walsh? Because Walsh is kind of this thing that's happening.
1: Well, through most of the book, I was like, why did she bring Walsh with her? <laughs> Well, and, and I couldn't understand what the purpose
0: of Walsh was. Correct. That, and that's another thing, like, she seemed kind of tacked on to me. And, like, I think there's some fun, st- like, the conflict, okay, the, the flirting confusion where she's flirting, where Walsh is flirting with Graham. Right. And Henley is getting jealous and she falls off the boat, and then you find out her. All was like, I was only flirting with him to like distract him so that you could do your thing. Um, and she's like, I didn't realize you liked him, and so like go get him if you like him. Um, I thought that that was cute, and it seemed like something that would totally happen between, you know, sisters and friends and right. things like that. I I, I enjoyed that. Um, but there, I spent a lot of the book. I mean, I get why, I get her idea in having her come along with her to, like, kind of get the Gen Z perspective or whatever was the excuse. Um, but for the story's sake, I kind of spent a lot of time wondering why she was there. And then when we, the, like, kind of conflict between the two of them kind of felt tacked on to me. and And then when you find out that, she's kind of trying to escape this ab- abusive, abusive relationship, relationship, which I think is good that, she, you know, that's happening, but it felt like kind of an afterthought to the book itself. It didn't like quite feel earned to me, I guess.
1: And well, I didn't, I, I there were parts of the book where I was like, why is she even here? Cause she kept, like kind of cock blocking. And then, Oh
0: my gosh, that's the other thing. And I I said this to mom. I'm like, if there's one more interruption in this book, I'm going to scream because I mean, it's not just like cock blocking interruptions. It's like anytime she's about to have an important conversation with someone about work or something like anytime something or she's like, I need to talk to you Like, she calls Christina at one point, and she's like, hey, I need to talk to you about something. And Christina's in this class, and she's like, oh, this instructor, like, won't leave me alone. I have to go do this. It's like, things like that, I think she relied a little too heavily on that as a mechanic, because it happened, like, 12 times in this book. (laughs) It did. And it just kind of like, okay, let's find another way to, like, cut action off, because I'm getting a little tired of this happening over and over again well
1: i mean it bothered you more than it bothered me but um i'm just saying i know and that's fine you can have your opinions
0: (laughs) i know you think they're wrong (laughs) um anyway so i like walsh as a character i like i like her story and i think it's sweet i just wish that there had been either more attention paid to it or it just wasn't there at all.
1: I knew once she was doing the yoga on the beach, I thought she's going to, they're going to make her a cruise director. I'm all about the cruise directors <laughs> or whatever it was. She became the spa person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Explain your comment.
1: Oh, cruise directors. well, my maiden name is McCoy. So I was Julie McCoy. So anyone that grew up in the seventies yeah. knows that Julie McCoy was the cruise director on the love boat, the old TV series, the love boat. <laughs> And so, when I was in high school, they used to call me Love Boat. They'd say, hey, Love Boat. Some people did. Not everybody. But I got that a lot in high school. And even college. Um, So, being Julie McCoy. In fact, I would go to write checks. Or, you know, back in the day. Back in the olden days, we used to write checks at the grocery store. And the the lady would look at me and say, your name is really Julie McCoy? That's awesome. (laughs) It's like, is it? So, um... (laughs) Anyway. Especially
0: now that a reference that nobody...
1: Yeah, knows. sorry. I'm dating myself. I'm sure there's one or two people out there who know what the love boat is.
0: Yeah, you're probably right.
1: <laughs> the love boat. Okay,
0: so... You don't want me to sing anymore? No. Gosh. Um, okay, so that's where I felt about Walsh.
1: Yeah. um There were times that I was like, Ugh, why is she there? But then there were times like, oh, that's kind of sweet.
0: And I did like her kind of like... Once she realizes that um, that Henley likes him, she's very like,
1: go get him, go get him,
0: and she's always like trying to orchestrate all these (laughs) things for them to like sneak off together. And I thought that that was cute. Um, Oh, she would run interference for people who were trying to interrupt them. I didn't write a question about this, but I also kind of didn't love the um, portrayal of Nikolai. Nikolai. Um, because I think he's there for like us, to, I think he's there as comic relief, but like he wasn't ever like so terrible that I was like, I felt bad laughing at him and I felt like the intention was for us to laugh at him, but I was like, he doesn't quite deserve that. <laughs>
1: well, she threw up on him and that should endear yeah. anybody to and anybody. Then he
0: was like cool about it. Yeah. So it's, you know, I was kind of like, but why? I mean, and he gets his happy ending, which I guess is kind of sweet. But I, I don't know. Do, does that make sense? What I'm saying?
1: Extremely um, tenacious. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I mean, seriously, it seemed pretty obvious that she was hot for Graham because literally they were like making out <laughs> yeah. practically in front of everybody, singing the ABBA song, and then he goes to her room and wants to hit that. Yeah, it's like, dude, read the room.
0: But he no, but he doesn't go wanting to. Yeah, he does. Oh yeah, he does, you're right. But it's to it's because he want he doesn't want her. That's why
1: I know. I don't he, know. He but didn't do, really Do you, want. you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I was fine with the way it played out.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, yeah, there was a little I don't think he deserved he seemed annoying, but I don't know that he was annoying. And I was fine with like bad. The,
0: the like people trying to like run interference, like
1: I Graham mean, and I've, done, and I've done that
0: for many a friend. <laughs> um, and so I was fine with that. But I don't know. Just kind of like the portrayal of him is like, ha, 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 ha. I don't know. Um, okay. Let's talk about the resolution. Because, um, like, there is. The conflict is minimal.
1: Yeah. I mean. Which is fine with me. Yeah. I don't feel like there always has to be a big romantic conflict.
0: Yeah. And it's and it's mainly like yeah, I was also fine with there not being much of a conflict. I mean, there's a time when they're like not together or talking and um but it's kind of glossed over because it's like two weeks later, yeah, he still didn't called me and it's like, Okay, well I didn't have to deal with any of that, so that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, I don't have to listen to you <laughs> piss and moan about it. Yeah. Um so the resolution. So James is the worst. He is. And, like, we find out he's even worse than, like, well, was originally presented. And he got what he deserved. Yeah. Um, but I will say as soon as, like, her idea for eco uh, to not eco-terrorism, <laughs> eco which is a completely different it thing. is. Let's not be eco-terrorists. <laughs> um, as soon as her idea became the eco-tourism, I was like, well, that's not really digital marketing, so that's obviously how this is all gonna play out yeah um because i was like that's obviously where her passion is gonna lie and somebody's gonna pick that up as you know a better different idea than you know well i had a feeling that
1: she was going to like i was kind of thinking maybe they were gonna both get promoted and both be able to work together and which is but the way it turned out was fine too so yeah
0: Um, because it was kind of rewarding to see a casual misogynist, uh, James, get his comeuppance. Yeah. You know? Um, and, yeah, just, and, I mean, he actually, we thought he was just a casual misogynist, but it turns out he's just, like, a straight up... Dick. And he'd been... (laughs) Misogynist (laughs) dick. And he'd been doing it for years and years and
1: years and years and...
0: Yeah. Um, so that was all good. And, you know, maybe it's a little, like... I didn't think this, I didn't think this, but maybe for some people it would be, like, a little too, like, rah, rah, shish, bah, like, yay, women. Go women. But, um. I think it happens, though. and yeah. I And I think that,
1: you know, it's kind of fun to see him.
0: Yeah, and it was kind of cute to see, like, this little ragtag group of ladies yeah. at work, like, gather around her and, um, and really support her, including Graham, who uh, yeah. shows up. And... and I liked
1: all that. And I liked, um. How the lady on the board is like, Yeah, we need some more, you know, estrogen
0: in here. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, call me. Let's let's chat about it. And, and, you know, lest we forget this is a romance, um, I also thought it was cute when he gets the promotion and he just like calls her sister and is like, What do I need to do? And she's like, Get your ass out here. And he's like, <laughs> okay. okay. And so he shows up and apologizes and it's And he's like,
1: I'm not gonna take the job and she's like, Oh no, you're gonna take the job.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I liked that like When it came down to it with the job, this job that she had really been wanting, but when he gets it, she's like, that's cool. I'm happy for you. I really, really am. And... You know they don't even turn off phones here. It's not like yes. she finds out that he got the job and is like shut off phone. They just keep playing phone tag, right? Which happens in yeah. the real world all the time, <laughs> all especially
1: the time. since he's flying from you know yeah, wherever. He's
0: flying, she's busy trying to like get this presentation together. So they're doing shit, yeah. And so I was fine with all of that. Yes. Um. So as far as like conflicts resolutions go, I was really happy yeah. with how all of that played out I really liked it I thought it was fun to read and it was I liked the way it played out yeah um let's talk about non-existent sex baby it's a very it's closed, closed door, door baby
1: um I was okay with it
0: yeah um it wasn't it's like we've talked about if they had been like totally talking up how much they wanted to bone each other and then it closed I would have been like well what the hell man um but theirs was very kind of... Just sweet and flirtatious and they, you know, kept wanting to make out with each other and that's all good and dandy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was okay with The Closed Door. I thought it was sweet. We still got some, like, after the fact.
1: This could be a book now that you could recommend to people who want to read yes, a romance.
0: that is true. Um, you know, people who don't recommend it to your friends who are like, I want some hot, dirty erotica. <laughs> Don't give it to those people. No, this would uh, not be good for them. But if you, like me, encounter people at church <laughs> or who want know, to read romance, at work or yeah, um, and you don't know their their heat level, this is a great one. Yeah. Um, mom, what was your sweetest moment? I think we have the same one probably. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Um,
1: sorry, I can't read a book thinking about. You know what? I do know what it was. <laughs> In fact, I know exactly what it was.
0: <laughs> Him singing Abba. Yeah. That, that was mine, too. Um, yeah. that We've already talked about that, but that was really sweet. And just the fact that he was, like, super stage Friday and still was like, I'm going to sing this perfect song to her and make it, like, super Well, I knew he song. was
1: going to sing Abba, and I was like, it can't be, like, Dancing Queen or something like that. It has to be something good. And then when they said, take a chance, I say, yes. Yes. Perfect. Sing that one. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah um but in addition to that which is very obviously the swooniest moment of the book come on obviously um but I'll, i just like that it was like super rife with like sexual tension too it wasn't just like and she got up and was singing with him and they were yeah. just like yeah uh, at uh, each yeah other. yeah um, but there's also some pretty swoony, like small moments. A lot of like casual hand brushes and yeah, like, and knee we brushes. are all about the h- yeah. hand brushes. And to hear any romance fan talk about the 2005 Pride and Prejudice, you know that we like casual hand touches. <laughs> um, that is a thing it's apparently a thing in romance that we tend to gravitate towards. Um, so. Yeah, that, that was where I landed on this one. There was. There was a lot of... And there was a... It was also very swoony when
1: she was trying to hate him, and he just kept doing sweet things, even for other people. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. He's really a nice guy. Gosh dang it.
0: Dang it. Um, okay. Let's hear from some of the listeners on what... I'm afraid none of them agree with me. Well, this is like... Far and away the most polarizing that we've had, at least in a long time, if not ever. Like, it's kind of all over the place. Really? That surprises me. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, We also got two emails on this one, so I'm going to open and close with an email. I wonder
1: if it's because I was on vacation this week that I was just like, I'm in my happy place. This book is awesome. Everything is great. This is a vacation book. I was just on vacation. <laughs> this
0: is perfect. So, I
1: like, my life isn't a vacation anyway. Yeah, that's true. It just isn't as much beauty around me as there usually is.
0: Um, We haven't talked about that, too, and I did really like... Just my dog is on in rare form tonight, you guys. Rare uh, form. We have to
1: say this every single week, so I doubt that we can call it rare form.
0: Uh, yeah, so sorry about the dog snoring in the background. Um I'm just gonna talk really loud so that you can't hear it. No, I'm just kidding. Um but yeah, the Galapagos was like a fun, yeah, interesting a good setting.
1: Yeah. An area I'm not familiar with except through EK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Erkenci which we need
0: to, you know, specify yes. for yes. people who don't, don't watch, watch Turkish drama <laughs> And what is wrong with you? Um. <laughs> but that and, like, from studying, like, Darwinism. Because, you know, he had his whole Galapagos studies that he did. Too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was interesting and kind of this, like was good to have like, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> um, like a vacation destination yeah. book. Like those are always fun. Yeah. Um, so I was on board with all of that.
1: Um, did we talk at all about my vacation? Did I talk about where I went? No, Mom went. You, t- I was I can say it. Okay, I have. Fine. My, I have one words. Do <laughs> you? Go. My husband and I. We might have talked about some of this last week, but my husband and I did a road trip. Yes. I, I, I think most of you know that we live in Sacramento. So we did a road trip down on through down along the east side of the Sierras to um, Bishop, California. That's where we spent our first night, which is like a little podunk town. But, you know, it was cool. Uh, then we drove through Death Valley. Mm-hmm. And then we drove over and we did a couple days at Zion National Park. And then we drove over and did a couple days at Bryce National Park. Let me tell you guys, if you have never seen these places, there is no place else on earth like these amazing parks and um, and we just had a great time we did hiking we ate in little cafes in small towns we just did all kinds of fun like I was not good about eating but um, but we had a great time and my husband is so funny he just I always make fun of him because he'll walk into a store and come out with four Facebook friends when he leaves (laughs) he just will talk to anybody about anything and he just is the friendliest guy ever. and I, We kept sending pictures home to the kids of me and my husband. And the kids are like, who's taking all these pictures of you guys? And I'm like, just random people your dad makes friends with on the
0: path. He really will. It's like, it's it's sweet, but also sometimes like,
1: come on, dad. Well, there are times I'm like, I'm waiting in the truck just so that you don't go in there and start talking to someone for hours because you'll know I'm out here waiting. <laughs> he uh, doesn't care about it. He doesn't really care. But um, he will talk for hours with just any random stranger and it is a little endearing and a little annoying so yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway
0: um yeah so, so we like, had a great trip yeah and we're all happy about that i had a great vacation too from mom and dad <laughs>
1: whatever That's you great. love being with me all the time
0: uh, okay <laughs> uh okay so listener comments let's get back okay, to it sorry um our first is an email from Rochelle. So Rochelle says, Ellen and Mom, I am writing this as I am listening to your podcast on the Heiress Hunt. Hope this is not too late for comments on Shipt. Uh, Spoiler alert, this is the night before the episode releases, so you're rarely going to be too late. <laughs> we are. Uh, it's
1: not like we plan weeks in advance.
0: Uh, Rochelle says, I gave Shipped a very strong like, just short of a love. Oh, so okay, that's like me too, yeah. Rochelle. I said I'm a really like. What more do you want from me?
1: Well, then you dogged the book. So I didn't I... dog
0: it. I'm just whatever. Explaining why it's not a love.
1: And See, you. I'm have... explaining why you're wrong. So. <laughs> you have
0: no explanation for why it's not. I enjoyed a love.
1: it. That's my explanation. Oh,
0: God. Okay, Rochelle continues. Henley was a strong. Uh, Female heroine, and I enjoyed watching her struggles as she tried to advance her career, all the while dealing with an a-hole of a boss. I really liked the premise of this book and that Hanley and her sister, Walsh, were named after the Eagles. (laughs)
1: Okay, Rochelle, you and I need to hang.
0: <laughs> uh, I thought it was sweet that Graham fell in love with Henley via video conferencing, and then, which, you know, very 2021, um, and then once they were on the cruise, it was fun to watch their antics to one-up each other. While being competitive, they can't help falling in love and teasing each other with uh, threats of going to HR for inappropriate behavior. That was kind of cute, when yeah. they would, like, be eyeing each other, and they're like, HR? Um Someone
1: needed to go to HR on her boss. I'm surprised that... Yeah, what the hell? Where no. were you where were we on that one,
0: HR? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> Rochelle continues. Some of my favorite Henley lines in the book were, I want to savor him like a delicacy, like how you would nibble truffles or caviar, but I can't hold back. I devour him like 1 a.m. pizza. <laughs> that
1: is a, that was, a <laughs> was a good line.
0: Um, I've spent approximately... Oh, and I've spent approximately four minutes in Graham's company, and I'm ready to rip off our clothes and set this bus on fire. <laughs> That's when they were doing, like, the casual knee brushes. Yes. Um, and the sweetest moment for me was when Graham professes his love and says that Henley brought him out of his grief fog. Um, I love a tortured hero.
1: That was a good one, too, when they were on
0: the beach talking. Um, the ending wrapped up a little too neatly for me, but I was glad her boss got the boot and she advanced her career and kept Graham. Always enjoy the podcast, Rochelle. Um, yeah. So it's like I said, I can see where people would be like, oh, that's a little too, like, uh, mega happy ending it is in, a... in the words of uh wayne's world It is a bit... <laughs> <laughs> scooby-doo ending um
1: no it wasn't it was a and but it's a freaking romance you know it's all
0: gonna be buttoned up real nice nice and tight yeah um Cassie says, I really liked this book and had a lot of fun reading it. It was a great mental vacation from the dreary spring weather where I live. It was reminiscent of The Hating Game and Unhoneymooners without being too much like them. I would definitely read more from this author. Um, Yeah, I I, I, I mean, just judging from the cover, I was like, this will be a good one to put, you know, Here. end of April. Here. Where we're starting to get nice weather and we, did, s- and we starting to think about vacations. We sat outside all day reading the book.
1: Yeah, we it did. Was it was lovely.
0: Delightful. So, but I'm sorry to hear that Cassie's still dealing with dreary spring weather. Yeah, we're sorry. actually starting to get a little too hot, if you know what I mean. Like, we're starting to get into like it the was 90, 90s. It was 90 degrees today. And I'm like, mm, let's calm down a little bit. <laughs> it's not going to. It's yeah. like going to get I know. Worse. But it's like, it's the end of April. Give us, like, some more moderate <laughs> By June, weather. you'll be weeping. I know. Uh, Maria says, I think I'm in the minority here, but I actively disliked this book. Oh. It's very... I jinxy without being funny and both main characters felt very flat. The way this sister subplot was used to force the MCs together was bizarre. There was also something weird about the way the Russian guy character uh, was being low-key made fun of the whole time. Thank mm. you, Rhea, for backing me up well, on this one. And it kind of bothered me that by the way, this is the first time I'm reading this in depth, so... Um, like I <laughs> It did
1: kind of it. bother me that he was kind of a caricature of a Russian guy. I wish that they had not made him, um, you know, a...
0: Ethnic of any yeah. kind. Um, anyway, um, Rhea continues. I felt like I was being asked to laugh about specific things about him, and it made me really uncomfortable. Yes, I kind of agree with that. Um, this book was pitched multiple times as the Hating Game meets you On Honeymooners, and I just don't think it was a fraction as good as either of those books. Um, I think I I enjoyed it more than that, but I I, I concur <laughs> to a lesser degree. I think. I,
1: I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, I see where she's coming from, but yeah. I enjoyed the book yeah. so.
0: Um. Amy says, this was a fun, quick read. Nothing earth shattering, but it, I enjoyed it. It
1: was a quick read. And I'm not sure. Yeah. When I read on Kindle, I can't tell, you know, how it's spaced or what it's on books. Because I was like, oh, it's 335 pages. I was like, how many pages it is. I was like, you know, but sometimes it takes Which me...
0: is like, I guess, a little bit shorter than a lot of them that we Well, it's, it's. I bet it's average. Yeah. Um. It seems like it's usually like 350 or something. But I busted but... through
1: it pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, so I have a I feeling that... This- I started it this morning, spoiler <laughs> alert. I, because I, I think if I saw a copy of the book, there's either, like, a lot of spacing or, like, yeah. the chapters start really low Well, on the page and then there's or- a
0: lot of, like, text bubbles yes, that take yes. up some space as well. So, um, Amy continues. Nothing earth-shattering, but I enjoyed it. The competing for the same job thing gave me the hating game vibes. yes. But without the quick-witted witted banter. Also, I didn't think there was much chemistry between Henley and Graham. I would kind of agree with that. I can see where Other that's than, coming. like, them telling us that they have chemistry. Um, I would love to read more about Marlon, their boss. He sounded hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the fact that he, like, respects women is hot. Yeah. Well, he's got a
1: daughter. That's the thing. Yeah. He's got a daughter in college, and he's thinking, I don't want her treated like this
0: guy has been treating these women. Yeah. Um, Ava says, I have mixed feelings about the book. Perhaps my expectations were too high because I was really looking forward to it. I didn't really love the romance aspects, perhaps I didn't feel the chemistry between them. I found myself getting irritated with Henley multiple times when Graham was trying to be nice. However, I liked the work premise, getting to learn about the Galapagos Islands, and even the work-related ending. Even if it was unrealistic. Additionally, as a University of Michigan alum, I did love that Graham grew up in Ann Arbor. Hashtag go blue. I will assume that's a sport re- sports reference, but I am not the person <laughs> to pick up on those things. My dad actually went to um,
1: school in Ann Arbor for a while. Oh. But you didn't know that. And it, I think I did know that at some point. It was before I was born. Because your brother was born there, right? No, no one was born there. Oh, okay.
0: But it was between me and my sister. Oh, okay. Got it. Yes, I did know that that they lived there. Anyway. Um Tiernan says, I did like this book, but as mom would say, I have some quibbles. Um so many like I've got all my saying that like we don't realize we have. Um, I felt it borrowed a little too much from two of my favorite books, The Hating Game and The Unhoneymooners. I knew it was going to be a mix of the two. Henley was too much at times and needed to dial it down. The sister plot was not needed and I really didn't like it at all. (laughs) Some of the side characters were okay and I think Henley and Graham needed some more chemistry. I loved learning about the Galapagos and eco-tourism. Tourism. 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 (laughs) Not- (laughs) Terrorism.
1: Um, <laughs> I would kind of agree in that, um, like, as, as soon as she sees him, and, and he's just hot, 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 and she just can't, you know, and then whenever they touch, and, and whenever he's, he, she can smell him all the time. It's like, okay, stop telling me those kinds of things. Show me more of why she's falling for him instead. Because if she hated him as much as she did, yeah. I can't imagine just... I mean, and I guess it did. It showed us some little things that he did that made her kind of change her mind about him, but...
0: Well, but, and I think part of the problem is that it shows, it shows why, it shows why you would like him, but it doesn't show why he would like her, first of all. (laughs) Not really. I don't think. (laughs) Um, And it also doesn't show, like... I don't know. It shows why she would maybe start to come around on him, but not necessarily like fall Fall head over heels for him. Yeah. Other than the fact that he's hot, but there's got to be more to
1: it than that. I don't know,
0: Mom. That helps.
1: (laughs) It does help a lot, and I agree. (laughs) I mean, why do you think I married your father? But, but I think I just feel like it needs to be more than just the way he looks. I need I need more.
0: Okay, that's, you know, your prerogative. (laughs) Just kidding. No, I agree. Totally. Um, Yeah, I mean, for how varied these comments kind of are across the board, I agree with everything that's being said so far. Um, But to different degrees, I feel. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Marissa says, I hate that I disliked this book as much as I did. It was an okay way to pass some time, and I loved the mental getaway, but I had some issues. First off, Henley was super unlikable for a majority of the book. Yes.
1: Well, Um, and I agreed with that. I mean, I think, but I think that that was supposed to be.
0: Yeah. Her reason for disliking Graham was a little eye-roll worthy, and her obsession with needing this promotion was so off-putting at times. She was pretty awful toward Graham, even though he was nothing but nice to her, dismissive to her sister, and even kind of harsh toward good old Nikolai. Um, Even though she saw the error in her ways in the end, it was a little, it was too little too late for me. I also never really felt the chemistry between them and wish there was less focus on the business talk and more build-up between them as a couple. And then that ending? What? Without giving too much away, her new position with the company just seemed so sudden and like an unrealistic way for them to get all... to all get what they wanted. I knew they'd get their HEA somehow, but the scenario just felt like... just felt so unlikely that I couldn't get over it. Um... I... See, what I thought was going to happen, as soon as she started the ecotourism. <laughs> um, as soon as she started, like, down that path, I thought that they were going to open, like, a new department that she, she was, was going to head ahead. up. That's kind of what I thought, too. Um, So, I was, when it was like, you are now an executive on the board, it was a little bit like, oh, okay. Like, that's a thing. I mean, whatever. But, I mean, it's an open position, and it's kind of like, okay sure
1: Uh, well and if he'd been stealing her ideas to get where he was i mean you might as well go to her for the position because obviously she's got good ideas because that's what they've been using all this time
0: yeah yeah so i mean like i think i was kind of okay i think i was okay with that i was okay with it i get being i get like i said thinking it's a little too mega happy ending
1: but it's a light fun read it's not yeah 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 uh, yeah I mean, I agree, and I see where they're coming from. But like I said, it didn't bother me
0: as much. Um, Marta says, I'm going to have to agree with other people that did not love this book. Uh, I listened to the audiobook, and while I liked the narrator, the characters came off very flat, especially Graham, which is surprising because he's the one that didn't come off as, you know. Flat But I guess maybe he's, uh, I guess maybe he's flatter than her. He's just more likable than her, I guess, is where I fall. Um, Henley was very unlikable, <laughs> so there you go. And her redemption arc, too short for me to change my mind. Uh, she wanted to come off as strong, but did nothing at all to prove herself other than working a lot of hours and ignoring her life and friends. Um, I did enjoy the setting and the supporting cast of characters. The information on the Galapagos Islands was great. Yeah. I agree. Um I, I will say, too, that... Um, You know, we're talking about how she was kind of a brat to him and that was unlikable. But also kind of like the other thing, I didn't know how I felt like where I landed on this because where she kept not standing up for herself to James and then Graham, and this is kind of a thing that sets her off too, is like, you shouldn't let him talk to you like that. Um, She gets pissed off about that. And I get getting pissed off. I kind of get that. But also it's like, yeah, she should say so. I don't know. Well, I I I I think the thing that pissed her
1: off is he was like calling her on a fault she had and she was aware of this fault that she had. And I think that it's irritating sometimes.
0: (laughs) But I also think, I mean, I don't think the book like flat out said this, but it's like easy for you to say. Yeah, exactly. um, And I think she kind of implied that. Um, So yeah, so that was kind of an issue where I was like, yeah, I'm not sure where I land on how, like how I would feel about that because it's like yeah you can say that because he loves you and yeah like, is all, and you're a dude yeah and you're all broy <laughs> with him and you don't get it like so that was i mean if anything that's something that i think could have been explored a little bit more and given her more justification to be like pissy with him um uh Lori, like-minded Lori, who i always agree with let's see if we agree again uh she said ultimately i liked this book but it wasn't a love so far, so good, Lori. As a heroine, I found Henley to be incredibly frustrating for a good long while. She was so determined to see Graham as the enemy, and she was regularly dismissive and even unkind to her sister. It wasn't until after she broke things off with Graham and realized how unbalanced her life truly was that I wasn't completely... Uh, that I wasn't completely focused on how frustrating she was. As for Graham, he was a likeable and sympathetic hero. It was clear from the start that Hen- Henley didn't have the right read on him, which only served to make me like him more. I found him easy to root for. And even if it was totally contrived, I wasn't too bothered by the way things wrapped up regarding the promotion that they were competing for. Lori, gosh. Yes. <laughs> Just reaching in my brain, girl. Like you guys have the
1: same mind. Yeah. someone, um, Someone has yours anyway.
0: I know, poor thing. Um uh, Lori continues. Um, I mean, you knew it had to end with both of them succeeding somehow. Yeah. Graham was clearly the better candidate for the for that job. So it was nice not only that he got it, but that Henley had the chance to truly be happy for his success. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Like, I I mean, it became evident that he was a better digital marketer right like in some ways i mean she's well, also even good she, at it even
1: she recognized that
0: yeah so i and i like that you know she can honestly say i'm happy for you when he gets the job um Lori continues Uh, the fact that Henley's devotion to the company and her hard work, good ideas, and team spirit were able to be rewarded, too, was gratifying. I found it very interesting that the author attempted to capture some of the nuances of how women are often treated in the workplace. Despite the best of intentions, even good guys like Graham can still accidentally cause problems. And, of course there are always the outright jerks like henry henley's supervisor whose name i can't even be bothered to remember <laughs> the side characters sprinkled in the story were fine even if there wasn't a lot of development there in the end i think this was pretty much henley's story and graham was there for the hea yeah i think that's fair and i totally get all the comparisons to the Handing game and the unhoneymooners even if those are lofty comparisons this book definitely shares a bit of dna with both of those yeah um Lori, you nailed it girl <laughs> Always, always on the same boat. Maybe I should just
1: do the podcast with Lori instead. Yeah, that She would... probably wouldn't be willing to do all the work that you do. <laughs> and me do nothing. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, where would you land there? Um, Shannon says, well, it would appear I'm in the minority here. I loved this story, and I wasn't too thrilled with the hating game, so there you go. I had Ooh. to reply to that and be like, Shannon, tell me more about why you didn't love the hating game. And, yeah, I, I get what she's saying. Like, it's just... I mean, and part of, she even says, like, part of it is, um, hype. Hype, yeah. Which I totally get. And so when I tell people to read Hating Game or anything, I'm like, okay, it's really hyped. so calm down. It's not, it's (laughs) not great. You're not, you're not going to like it. And then if you go in with that, I think you end up a little bit better. Um, Shannon continues. I love Henley and Graham. One of my favorite tropes in Is Enemies to Lovers. Uh, Graham is a really a great guy. Their chemistry was smoking from the very start. Their attraction to each other was palpable and made me crave more. I just wish we got to see a little more action. I usually love a well-written closed door, but with uh, the heat between these two, it would have been nice to have more description of their fun together. I also appreciated that their conflict was understandable and short-lived. Yes. Um, I loved that they both didn't just ghost each other like so many other books have done. Yes. Yeah. Although there is the two-week span that we don't read and they kind of ghost each other
1: but i think though that they did try to didn't someone try to
0: contact someone
1: I think, else maybe
0: not um, i don't know uh anyway um the growth of both characters was also great to see and i love the support they gave to each other in all aspects of their lives this is a fun romantic romp to south america with two really nice people it was a quick read having finished it in 24 hours i felt like the trip I took the trip with them. Something I can use right now in yet another lockdown up here in Canada. Boo. Ugh. Yeah, I'm we're so get, glad we're getting that we're, over our lockdowns yeah, I'm so down glad here. That we're so getting past that a little bit. Um. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm glad to see someone who yes. enjoyed it for what it was. And I thought it was just a fun, light read. Yeah. Um, Deanna says, also in the minority, it seems because I also really liked this one. I liked that Henley and Graham didn't really hide their feelings from each other, hatred or otherwise. He straight out asked her why she disliked him so much and she told him. We'll admit I was starting to get bad vibes from Walsh, but that resolved quick for me. I was surprised there was no epilogue. I was certain we'd get a time jump showing, uh, where are they now a year later with Walsh on a cruise and Henley and Graham moving in together. Need to vent a bit, though, because it's kind of bugging me that this book is getting compared to The Hating Game so much. Do all office romances with conflict now have to live up to The Hating Game? Um, That was such a, a huge book, and I think ultimately people will be disappointed in anything compared to it. Whether the book is great or not, it makes me wonder what opinions would be if the author publisher hadn't named The Hating Game or The Unhoneymooners as part of the description. And I think that is a totally valid... Um, comment, um, well, I will say, it's not just that this is an office romance, it's also that it's two people vying for the same job. Who don't like each other. Well, who she, she doesn't, doesn't like, like him, him. Which is also even the case more in both. Um, and, you know, two people who seem like they hate each other because he also seems like kind of terse and angry with her. So... There is more to it that makes it seem like The Hating Game other than it just being an office But it quickly
1: diverges from The Hating
0: Game. Um, But I totally agree that, like, publishers need to be kind of, like, cognizant of drawing those kind of comparisons. Because it's like, those are... They're setting it up for failure. Yeah. In a way. Because it's, I mean, it's a lot to live up to. Yeah. Because even if it's an equally as good books, for some people, that's going to be, like... Really big shoes to fill. I don't know. So, totally agree, Deanna, because it's like, ugh. Um, Raquel says, I agree with so many of the comments above as a struggling, recovering workaholic who happens to work in marketing and communications. I really disliked Henley for the most part of the book and her obsession with becoming a director. There was no chemistry between Henley and Graham. For a good chunk of the book, I found it hard to believe that two people could develop an attraction for each other while working remotely, having never met before. Yeah. I was kind of like, I don't know. I started a lot of like attractive people in work meetings and never developed a crush on them so what's wrong with you I don't know um, exactly how much time did these guys spend in meetings together yeah Uh, Graham was nice, though easily forgettable as book boyfriends go. While I found the overall execution of the book slightly lacking, I'll highlight three things. This book made me want to go on a cruise to the Galapagos, literally on that itinerary, and I don't even like hiking. So I'd consider it successful in that area. Uh, Two, I appreciated that the work marketing strategy aspect was good and realistic. I was surprised at how detailed the author was able to lay it out. Three, even if the ending wasn't perfect, namely uh, naming Henley chief of strategy was a huge stretch and felt rushed. I really liked the twist with the credit-stealing a-hole boss and how it was handled. First by Barbara flagging this. Thank you, Barbara. We need more people like you in this world. And then by Henley standing up for herself and Graham being supportive. I found the whole plot twist innovative in romance, or at least I hadn't read it before. I agree about wanting a book for the CEO. Wink. P.S. I think this is the second book we've read this year with a horrible villain boss. The other being the X-Talk. X-talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Raquel, thank you for bringing your marketing communications, uh, you know, yeah. expertise to to the comments. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm there. I'm there with you, Raquel. Yeah. Um, Deb says, I really like this book, but perhaps it was the premise. I've been dreaming of taking a vacation. I think I was more interested in the parts that described the Galapagos Islands and nature. I started to look into if I could travel and stay on the island since a cruise has no appeal. Yeah, it's kind of a strange time to be doing a a cruise book. My husband Um, and I just booked a cruise
1: to Alaska in September.
0: Yeah, hopefully that'll... Us yes, we all had
1: to ask, you know, if this doesn't happen, do we get our money back? <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so as you can see, I tended to get distracted by the location instead of the story. That said, I really liked Graham and his support of Henley. However, with no epilogue in my book world, I'm unsure in a year if these characters would still be together. He was definitely more likable than Henley. Big takeaways for me is don't drink the water in the Galapagos Islands. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Be careful what you eat before going on a cruise and don't lean too far out of a kayak to eavesdrop. Yes, those are good life lessons. Good life lessons. Um... Ayeda says, I don't know if my expectations ruined a bit of the experience, but until 40% of the book, I wasn't really into it. Then we got good communication and character development, and it became far better. The final chapters with the relationships established and a common goal for everyone weren't super deep, but they were very fun to follow. Overall, a good experience, and Galapagos as a new place on my travel list. Um, and then Jen said, I loved this book. The enemies to lovers aspect of this book was great. I loved how Henley thought Graham was this horrible monster, but he ends up being the sweetest cinnamon roll hero. I really enjoyed the cruise part of the book. So many fun, uh, cute scenes. And it really makes me want to take an eco tour of the Galapagos Islands. Um, and then finally, we got another email from Arthur. So this is what... Hello, our friend Arthur. Yeah, this is what Arthur had to say. Hi, Ellen and Mom. As an, as an enemies-to-lovers workplace, Romance Ship definitely gave off strong The Hating Games vibes. Or hate, singular game. Um, I personally prefer the latter between the two, but I still really liked Ship. Um, Henley and Graham are flawed but endearing leads who share plenty of steamy chemistry and sharp repartee. Nice word, Arthur. Um, I wasn't fully on board for the immature and spoiled Walsh as a side character at first, but I came around to enjoy her and Henley's sisterhood subplot. Same goes for Nikolai, who started off iffy before he showed off his fancy dance moves and turned into one of the most memorable rom-com supporting players I've read about in a long time. Of course, it's fun to read about a cruise ship to a locale as stunning as the Galapagos, and I love the educational focus on environmentalism, something I hadn't seen a contemporary romance tackle for. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I thought that that was nice and a nice way to like include that in this cruise, you know, plot. Um, Arthur continues, the casual misogyny that Henley faced in her professional life reminded me of what Shay had to put up with in the X Talk. Um, Yet Another Enemies to Lovers Workplace Romance. Uh, thanks for reading my email, and I can't wait to hear your take on shipped. Sincerely, Arthur. Thank you, Arthur. Um, yeah, so those are everybody's thoughts. So, it was really interesting, because we were kind of, like, I don't know. Like, it's strange, because, um, everybody kind of has very similar opinions on the book, but very Very varied, like... Degrees. Yeah, and very varied, um, you know feelings as to where that leaves you with oh, the I would like
1: to know about Henley's cell phone, which can fall in the ocean, apparently, and then work fine. <laughs> um, I she wanted put, her to... She put some rice... <laughs> I wanted to know where she got the rice they, and stuck that yeah. in the rice
0: for... They left that out.
1: Um, <laughs> obviously, the crew. She didn't turn her phone off, but it needed to sit in the, the rice for a while. The cruise chef had a bag of rice <laughs> that
0: they lent her. Um, it was just
1: funny to me that... Oh, wait, what? You fell in the ocean with your phone, and now it's fine?
0: Yeah. Um... Also, yeah, the vomiting, like, oh. that is, gosh, that's, that's, like, a worst nightmare scenario. That me. is a worst nightmare scenario. Um, so, yeah, final thoughts, Mom, on
1: shipped. Well, I really liked it. I thought it was just a fun, light read. And, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in it that was a bit of a stretch or a little unbelievable. But um, I think as a romance book, it just kind of all wrapped up kind of cute and fun.
0: Yeah, I, I like, I, like I said, I still am a really liked on this one because I it's cute. It's fun. it's It was a nice little, like a lot of people have said, it's a nice little getaway. And I'm on board with that. Um, I just can't give it a love because I have what I think uh, and what a lot of <laughs> other people seem to agree are valid criticisms. Um, but for what it is, I still really enjoyed it. Is that fair? That's fair. Will you give me that? It's not a hating game. No, but, which, you know, they need to stop comparing. It yeah, them they need
1: to stop that.
0: But, and I don't even think the story
1: is, it I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, I mean. I has, don't know. Who,
1: I can't remember who said it. But yeah, is every ro- office romance? Deanna said that. Yeah. The, is that our standard no. now? And that's not fair.
0: Yeah, no, I totally, and I am with you on that.
1: Um, this one might have been kind of a fun dual POV book.
0: Yeah, I did wonder about that because there were a couple times where I was like, okay, now let's hear what he's thinking because I want to know. But, and I think that that's kind of where this one, I think that, so singular POV and then also the inclusion of Walsh really makes it feel more like a woman's fiction than a straight romance. And maybe that was intentional. Maybe that's why Walsh was at it. Maybe she was even at it at a later date, and that's why it feels tacked on. And maybe that's why the sex is closed door. I don't know. Yeah, but it, um, because, you know, I know women's fiction is said to be more marketable than...
1: Dual POV might help us understand more why he fell for
0: her so fast but and maybe that's another reason why it kind of gives people even more hating game vibes uh yeah because it's a single POV. anyway um those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on shipped by angie hockman um, we would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at Not Your Mom's Rom, our subreddit, Not Your Mom's subreddit, or you can email us at Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club at gmail.com just like Arthur and Rochelle So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. So there's been a lot of hating game talk. And on April 26th, we will be discussing Second First Impressions by oh. Sally Thorne. Um, remember heard good things about this one too. Yeah. So, uh, but also I've seen varied things, so it should be interesting. Um, remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show, and we just love to read them. <laughs> um, all right, guys, that will do it for this week, and we will see you next time. Bye, bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.